What is poppin' everybody? My name is C. My name is No Sean. Welcome to episode 98 of Bad Habits of Podcast. Nearly at a hundo. Who 98. 98's a couple, mate. I like it. I like it Good a lot. One. Why do we always do gun noises at the start? What's up with that? Um, because we're th- sick cunts, mad dogs, yeah. uh, funny cunts, uh, dickheads, and <sighs> just, just funny cunts, I guess. We, we like we like licking shots, you know. We've we've both lived in Scarborough. We've both lived in like you know fun areas of of Toronto and like hoods around the world. And we've gathered our information. And they usually like licking shots. And when something is fire, like the intro beat that I made, we usually lick shots to signify that it is fire. You know, and also yeah, so we're dickheads, cool. bro. You know, circling back. And we're dickheads. We're super key. Fair enough. Just want to double check. How's uh, the, NTL uh, over there? How's uh, the Great North, about more to say, north than Weather me. is just turning it on. We're doing this at what, 7.21 p.m. on Sunday. Sunday. Uh, beautiful day. Fucking, I'm just looking outside now. It's the uh, blue skies. The park is rammed. They had some stage with some people playing the fiddle and shit. Sick. Um, they, we went down St. Denis. They had the street mm-hmm. closed for some comics, comic book fucking thing, festival. Like the whole street was shut down. So we went for a wonder. This is ready. Fucking... It's a vibe, yo. It's a different. It's different to the last two summers. The last two summers, there oh, was yeah. a lot of fear, a lot of like uncertainty, and now everyone's like, "Fuck everything." Yeah. We outside and and just. I definitely I definitely it. hear that. It? It's definitely like. Uh, How was it in TO? Not as much caution as uh, cunts aren't as scared as before. Is what, is what I'm trying to say. But yeah, it's good, man. Like even you even even here, like I, I didn't go chill today by the beach or whatever. I was. Uh, photo shoot with the homies at the studio but even just cruising around town like I felt like the vibes were nice especially yesterday as well um, just mm. I felt like there was a calm in the in the air and shit and the sunshine fucking brings everyone out of their fuck shit doesn't it it's so nice everyone's just less grumpy everyone's just less mm. irritated and stuff and they'd be like oh yeah nature's pretty sweet eh and then people are a lot more a lot more chill so yeah I've, I like that there's a lot more activity and shit going on with this kind of weather it's good bro it's beautiful. Like, particularly, you're right with the nature, like the parks. I know Montreal has a park culture. Yes. Yeah, so but they just fucking ones. ram. People playing, like, they have this league. I've never seen this game. I'm into, like, I've seen this now the last few years, but it's like a little net, so kind of like a tennis style net, but maybe like two meters, super short. Mm-hmm. And it's up maybe, you know, maybe six foot type of thing. Right. And it's, they're playing volleyball with a hacky sack with their feet. Right. So there's two people each side and they're kicking the ball over the net and then you kick it up and then the next guy kicks it over. Yeah, that's sick. Have you heard of that game? Yeah, well, I, I, when I was in Thailand back in the day and uh, we holidayed there, uh, they have, I forget the name of the game, but the ball is called, a, I think it might have been Tagore. And it was literally, as you were explaining, it's like, you know, a medium high, you know, six footish net and you kick, it's like two cunts soccer yeah. on a net. But like, were they using, what yeah. was their... Uh, was it an actual hacky sack, like a like a woven I ball tell, with things it in it? But it felt, it looked like that was the tie. I was maybe I don't know five ten meters away, okay, so sweet. I wasn't like close. But I'd seen it before, 
and I was just watching them play again today for a little as we were walking past. Maybe it's and some I, I imagine for it to, if you had like just like a hard plastic ball or something, it would fly everywhere. Like the the softer woven hacky sack with beans, or oh, beans yeah, yeah. or whatever in it that was the allows vibe. it to, I guess, be controlled. Yeah. Because then they're able to kick it, you know, it goes up just a little bit, you know, because it's like the hacky sack are perfect for that, I guess. That's the whole point of them. Like they're, they're heavy enough where they'll sort of stay. They won't just fly anywhere with the wind and shit, but they're like, they're light enough where it's like easy to do it, but they, they don't go, you don't accidentally kick it way too far and just flies off. I don't know. Word it seemed up. like it was a, that sounds like it seems fun. very difficult. Though. That sounds fun though. Yeah, it seemed like a tough game though. I can't like imagine super small thing. He's got fucking throw and like, hey, bounce it in the air with like it's, one cunt and then. It sounds like Jedi Knight soccer skill players yeah, would be basically. good at that game because mm. like they're super sick at the hand eye accuracy. Yeah, accuracy for sure. Yeah, sick. So weird. there's mad vibes at the park. Yeah, I remember holidaying mm. and visiting you in good old Montreal, and just this cunts really turn it up, don't they? Everyone's got something to do. Outside in the grass, everyone's got their fucking feet out, Loving grounded. It. Everyone's just drinking, yep. eating chips, sunbathing, talking it French. Like, fucking hell. It's like instead of just sitting inside, you just do nothing outside. outside so yeah, instead yeah. of just being here, sitting there watching Netflix or some shit, you're just going to sit in the park and be on your phone and do, eat. Do whatever, and but outside. Chill with their dogs or whatever. It's very cool. It's a nice vibe. Uh, the last few days have been great. So I'm looking forward to to the summer now particularly now what is it? it's may 29th so it's like basically june june is like when even though it's technically not until like 20th or 21st of june it becomes summer yeah it's like it feels like it. it it's just like on it feels like we're here now um you know tiff's birthday is in july so we're trying to book with oh let's go somewhere we always try to book somewhere in quebec and we just can never do it because we don't know the areas right. and like blah 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 but we're like this year like we're fucking doing it. So we're trying to find a spot. They're starting to go, but we have to get something pretty soon okay. to go for like a week so we can like soak it up. And then, you know, really just trying to like, I think the last two years showed us all that we, some people didn't give a fuck and they were just living their lives the whole time and more power to them. Yeah. We all did not really do that. So I'm trying to make up for that more, be out and went out for dinner, like, trying to go out for dinner more. Uh, rather just order in and shit. Yep, feel that. Trying to go see some stuff, go to breweries and stuff. Just do some, you know, just be outside more and like engage in the world and stuff. It's, you know. Man, I hear that a well, lot. we can. Who knows what's going to happen? Who fucking knows? Who knows? Once I party it up. That's why I think that that's exactly what you're, what you're saying before. That's why there's an extra vibe. People are really like, fuck it. Like YOLO, motherfucker, oh, yeah. let's go. Last two years were bullshit in so many ways for, for mm. everybody. Um, but yeah, man, like. Yeah everyone's keen to get their tits out and run around with their uh with their stuff flapping in the wind i don't know i'm talking shit help me save me well we're all we're probably all a little chunky from the last couple so uh thankfully nobody judging nobody no 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 Um, no never no judgment on the on the on the love handles and shit like i'm thankful i got the fucking bicicleta i've been jumping in in the forest and that's kept me my beer belly at bay and i feel like i'm ready to go for the the summer bod all i have to do is work on my fucking tan and that just takes time i was on the roof before and just having a cheeky beer and i was like you know what i'm gonna get my tits out and did that for about 45 minutes sick nice honestly like an hour of sun will make you feel like you've had three beers it's so good yeah, man. Just Sun. like, just I should just I'd like to sit down and do that. That's a good idea. Yeah. Like walking, I'm always, walking. We're always make sure we're walking on the sunny side of the street and stuff. Oh yeah. Like if we're able soak to cut through in. the park to go somewhere, just to walk amongst the people and to soak it up and shit. It's just nicer. I don't know. It just feels 
Like this is how motherfucker you always forget. It's not like every every single year we always forget <laughs> how good summer how dope, is, <laughs> how good it is, and then winter comes and you're like, oh fuck this, suck. you forget how how much it sucks <laughs> being distracted. It's like we have amnesia. This must be how like like yeah season seasonal amnesia. amnesia. It's like oh we just fully what you forgot the fucking winter's freezing, dickhead. Like I have the same thoughts and like wow every time. How did you forget? You've been here for 10, 11 years, cunt. Eleven and, and even a half. People who have lived here like, forever, on, like. They've been here. People, Canadians, obviously, you know, born and raised out here. Like, yeah, they, we're all we're all fucked, aren't we? They the same problem. Um, I imagine this is how people in Cali or Florida or I don't know Southern Australia. Texas or wherever the fuck it's hot all the time. Maybe Queensland or yeah, Queensland, like yeah, Hawaii yeah. or Jamaica feel like all the time. It's just like there's such a difference. Like it's like although the fall is kind of nice, the change the fall in temperature, is sick, like but it's, it's, went, it's like so short lived now. Like the, as the years have gone on, that little beautiful section of, of uh, autumn is real short. It's like a two-week window where the, where the leaves get real sick and pretty. Kind of pisses yeah. me off, actually, because where I go riding, there's a bunch of uh, you know beautiful shit to see in the Don Valley. And it just you've got one week of photo ops to get the real good good, and the rest of it is just like crud leaves. But, yeah, but I think uh, it's like if you go further up, maybe if you go up to like Muskoka, uh, Muskoka and stuff, it's... Like Vermont, we used to go to Vermont for leaf peeping oh, and there's, beautiful. we went last season up to Tremblant for a day when it was like beautiful, it would have been like 20 degrees and everything was like orange and red and yellow and, and everything. So it's like, I think you got to go to the certain regions and what I've yeah. seen, there's like websites that tell you where each, so you could go to a Quebec website and it'll show you like, this is like early season. This is like getting to peak leaf. This one is uh, peak past leaf. peak. <laughs> it's called peak leaf yeah dead ass it's a whole whole thing so we used to time our trips to Vermont with the peak leaf as much as possible um, I love that so much to go and see that because Vermont it's the same obviously it's the same piece of land so it's like yeah yeah whatever you can see all the same shit in Quebec really it's just fun to go to America but man um, yeah the peak leaf I miss I miss the leaf that whole even. range that That's whole only- Vermont um, and like Quebec sort of shit they've got some of the best mountains uh, in the like, honestly, not maybe not in the world, but like, that's definitely some of the m- best mountain biking in the world. And the climate, the terrain is the same as you said because they share the same sort of big chunk. Yeah, it's fucking beautiful, man. I gotta get to both of those places. I'm keen yeah, as all the should, beans. We should definitely plan it out in summer and come come true us. Yeah, Quebec single I'll track adventure. You can jump on a bike, yeah. go for a ride with me, mate. Chuck you on some dirt. I'd probably, if there's like some pussy hole ones, I'm, I, I'd be very curious because biking is a lot of fun. So Definitely I would be fun. down to try the, yeah. the hectic stuff. No, it's no, hec- really no hectic injuries. stuff. Just, just like flowy fun no. stuff. Flowy fun. Flowy fun? Here for Dude, it. Dude, of Injury. course. I wouldn't take you on bullshit. Okay. Then, then you'd hate it. I started watching. Hate it so much. Huh? Then you'd hate it yeah, so much it if I fucked you up or took you on some like. Yeah. things that you weren't ready for that would, that's that's the thing whenever I ride with cunts don't do anything crazy unless they want to do it right I ain't trying and to gurks my mates you know what I mean themselves. yeah yeah it's a, a crazy thing speaking of gurksing I was watching <laughs> late last night like Tiff was sort of not enough so I put on Jackass 4.5 oh my god um, and I started I only got about halfway through and I stopped because when I was tired but two it started getting kind of like weird and glitched, lots of dicks I always forget lots of dicks. They did this thing where they squished their dicks in these uh, two pieces of perspex, like, you know, per- what's that shit? You know, the, the stuff that you put in front of the counter at the supermarket? Yeah, plexiglass. And 
they're doing it with like bolts the whole time. So two dudes standing, there was a piece of oh thing like, you know, whatever, like two feet, maybe tops. And they squished their dicks in it all the way flat. And then they put a net and they were playing ping pong while they did on the thing that their dicks were squished in. <laughs> Fuck pretty, off. Pretty fucked. Yeah. The dick squishing. What else did they do? Oh my god! They were doing. They kept like exploding the porta potty on the film set. Oh, so I see that. The that has to be fake shit. That has to be fake shit. That has to be fake shit, bro. He get mad sick if it goes in his ears and his nose. Oh no no! Like I think it's like a fake. It might have been a fake porta potty because it, it, the, the water didn't come out. They were in there and all the doors blew off and the thing came up, but okay. they didn't get anything on. They just scared the shit out of him because. Oh, I see. I see. So I think it's like a fake thing. As soon as you open the. Yeah, because remember they did a real, they did a, I've seen some stunt group of dumb cunts doing some real actual porta potty stuff and they had to like, you know, medically get every orifice sealed because if you get actual poo. I saw that one. Yeah, whatever that, that's, dude, was that Steve-O? That might have been Steve-O. He's as fuck, he's the fuckedest cunt that would do that ridiculousness. Yeah, they didn't give a fuck. They were butt chugging hot sauce. (laughs) That sounds like your fucking Um, bag, mate. They were doing that. I hadn't actually seen that. Literally in inserting a um, uh, oh, uh, funnel into their asshole and pouring Oh, come it in. on, bro. Like, yeah. Steve-O got... Oh. Steve-O put a fish in his asshole and got a hawk to eat it out of it. Lots of asshole things. Yo. And, and this was in... And these then I was like, yeah, it's kind of fucked up. I was like, I forgot how fucked these cunts are. What are they? They're the professional stuntmen, but what, what do you call that sexual part of it where it's all dicks and bum holes? Like, what, what sort of... How would you say... They're a, still a stunt. Do they have a professional? That's a stunt man, is it? It's a sex stunt man. What do you call that? It's so fucking weird, no, bro. I don't know. If it's a thing, I don't know about it's it. It's the most but I would frat boy under... fucking shit. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up. So you had a nice time, had a good uh, wank to that movie, did you, mate? Yeah, solid. yeah, definitely got a couple loads off. Cup, it was solid. Couple knuckle solid. children. Definitely recommend if you want to see squished, uh, <laughs> squished dongs. Squished cocks. <laughs> Cack, it's cock as far as I can see in like the first 10 minutes, too. Oh, like, Jesus Christ, fucked. good times. Um, oh, what was I gonna ask? We're gonna talk mate. about no, you're welcome. I'm really welcome. happy that we talked about that. Stuff. I hope everybody that's yeah, listening definitely. really was like, you know what, my day's been improved by hearing all that by the car, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, so let us know if you if you watch that. Um, what about some drip updates? What else? Kanye uh, has some new I boots. Got- you got new boots? No, Kanye has some, like, large boots. Yeah. I saw. I think they're the Balenciaga things, and they're just insane. I think that brand, the whole brand, seems like a troll. Like they're out of control. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you. Like it's not even funny. It's just so ridiculous. Look at that. Yeah, it look, seems look like boots. a joke. No, look at those boots. Okay. Doesn't he seem like? Yeah, they're ridiculous. They're look not even that. cool. They're just like, they look like something that a wolf. They look like they look like Doc Martens that went through the Pixar sort of 3D animation sort of thing. They had they look so aggressive. They look like they were they're made for a movie. Like they just that's so epic. But they're such a wide platform. I wonder how he's how like his that's so monstrous, man. They better be fucking like steel cap safety boot 1000s that's ridiculous anyway that's my, probably I don't not have drip news that's not only drip news at all I ever find laughing at that stupid no. stupid choice of boots it's it's pretty ridiculous it's oh pretty Kanye oh Yeezy uh, <sighs> so that was that well they I landed the 
350 zebras, which is my other grail. So they're the ones that like they look like a zebra, white ones with black stripes. Sexy Super zebra. Sick. So they'll come this week. Um, and I saw on, I think things aren't selling as fast as they used to. It's interesting now because dudes, someone posted on Reddit that they saw them at Scarborough Town Center at um, whatever, Adidas or Foot Locker or something. Like you could walk in and just buy them and you could never do that before. Wow. So I'm thinking that uh, maybe it's like the market either isn't growing, <coughs> people aren't spending as much, or like maybe Yeezy are losing the hype. I'm not sure what it is. Or maybe Scarborough Town is, is the new fucking Yorktown. Was, I don't think I'm so abso- because I'm they do joking. retail. Absolutely joking. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess because you can't get them at Yorktown either. Right. That's like you I'm can't just walk into a That's store and buy Yeezys unless you go. Sorry? Okay, you can't just walk into, so you know, maybe yeah, you yeah. haven't seen this, but you no, can't no. just walk into a store and buy Yeezys unless you're going to pay StockX prices for them. Fair and enough. they're a reseller store. Like, they don't just get them from thing. Like, they would have had to go and buy them and then they resell them. I don't know how they get them, I guess. But you're going to go and you're going to pay $600,000 or whatever for that is shoes when they're three, 300 right. retail. Yeah, so that's what I mean. If you're able to walk into a regular store and access them, they'd still move fairly quickly, I guess, but they shouldn't even, they would normally not even even get to the point where they would be stuck. Everyone would either wait in line in the morning to get them or they would get them online and pick them up or they'd do what I do and get them off the app. So that's interesting. Um, There was, I was concerned about summer drip because this weather, I wasn't prepared for it. It came really, really, really quickly. Particularly when we were in Toronto last, I was just like, what the fuck is happening? I don't have everything. So I went on, I was trying to buy, there's this brand called Essentials by Fear of God. Um, So they was trying to buy them off StockX. I was trying to bid and get them cheaper. Then I checked uh, and I wasn't really working. I wasn't getting winning any of the bids. And then I went to Essence, which is a Montreal-based plus, double S-E-N-S-E. Yeah, S. Yeah, I think that's how you spell it. People know it's pretty well known. And I went there and I was able to get some stuff. So I was able to get it for like the same price I would have spent on StockX for like two items. I got like hoodie, uh, a hoodie with matching pants, uh, with matching shorts. And then I got these tanks as well. So you got like a three pack of these gray tanks. They just say like, it's like this, the simple brand. I think it says essentials at the top there. Oh yeah. If you ever see people wearing them. Oh yeah. Fear of God, to get the same thing in the full fear of God was like 600 bucks for the hoodie. But the hoodie I got was like- hundred bucks and that's not stock x price that's just real you go to stock x it'd probably be thousand dollars or something like that so it's uh managed to get some a little bit more drip for the summer but i i was curious i don't know if i I talk about how i got sent drip or (coughs) didn't talk about that last time yes yeah last week i talked about it you drip mail oh okay well i got the drip mail i got it in this week i haven't taken any of the stuff yet sick yeah i actually got it let's have a gaze drip mail (laughs) Show the kids. Oh, it's in the bedroom. Oh, I don't have okay, it here. Fair enough. It's in the bedroom. Hey, they didn't uh, pay me, so I'm not give them that much promo. But it's cool. Fair it's enough, fine. Fair it's enough. not really my vibe, but I guess the point is, it's you know, it's, it's begins the drip mail journey. So hopefully more uh, more drip continues. to come. Yeah, I like that. You know, just get creative with it. Do something. We made the balcony nice. Went and bought some palm trees today for it. So it's like getting a little tropical vibe. So maybe it'd be a nice little place to do some like easy shoots and stuff. Irie things. Mm. I like it. And, and also, we are getting, uh, our mother is sending us some stuff we've had in Australia for a while now. This is almost like ironic funny drip. We got, this oh, is yeah. brand, Aussie shoe brand called Volley. And it was Dunlop. by this brand, like Dunlop. Tire company. In like the tire brand. 
Yeah, they made shoes like in the 80s that you just wore because they were cheap and kind of cool. And then they came with hipster shit, they kind of came back. Yeah. So they did uh, life, They did partnerships or licensed uh, VB, Victoria Bitter, which is like a macro shitty beer that's just very Aussie and funny. So they did shoe like a white one with, it's kind of, they look like a Converse All Star, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Dunlop Valley. And um, they fucking, we got the VB one. I think that's what you got too. And the matching socks. Yeah. And I got the Vegemite one. Oh, no, you got the Vegemite one. I got the Vegemite ones, one? not, not, not the VB ones. Okay, I got both. And Vegemite, so they're all black with the red and yellow. Yeah, they're and fire and, and shit. I'd actually, I'd actually wear those. I think I just have the VB ones on the shelf for fun. But like, I actually wanted to wear them. I don't know why I didn't buy both. It's a bit of a dickhead move. But um, They brought them I, back. You can buy them again. I think I bought the VB but, socks, but not the shoes. You got the socks for me. Because oh, I, see, I wanted because you socks. Want to match because when shoe. I bought them, yeah. yeah, I didn't know they had the socks, and then I was like, I saw it, and you were gonna get it. I added it to my order. I think that's what it was, or was it the other way around? Yeah, it was something like yeah, that. that, that makes so mom's sending that out. Fucking that'll sweet. be here in a week and a half. I think she's doing that. By the time I finish the pod, she'll tax me from the place. Um, I think that'll be in a few hours. So that's great. Um, so then we're going to have more drip and we'll definitely both show those so oh. I'll have them first because I'm getting them I'm getting your on time is it there okay so probably the next hour or two and then you send it to uh, me I'm getting them sent here I'll just bring them I'll be in town uh, oh, good. soon enough so I could either shit I'll be happy to send nah, them to just, you just or bring I'll, it whenever you come along save the fucking squids I got mate. beers for you too so I could either put them all in one larger box or I could um, I'll bring them but I'm, I imagine I'll at the very latest I'll be in town for like Canada Day Fucking sweet as. Mm. Bloody rip up. That's good drip so, news right there. With all that, good drip news. So lots lots of uh, drip to come and hopefully more summer summer goodness is coming our way. So maybe we'll do music first because there isn't really much to talk about. This week was pretty uh, avo. I it's been amazing. pretty shit for a while. Yeah. Have not been much. Like only big thing like Kendrick the other week, but that's kind of it. Of course, yeah. I was going to say, other than the, uh, the, the, the big, you know, the couple of big releases, all it's been like pitters and patters of singles. There's been a couple of, uh, <clears throat> there's been a lot of music, but it hasn't been like standout to us at least. No. With our sort of uh, see vibrations. Here. Did you check the, yes, agree. Did you check the, the thing I put EMI in the, there's an Eminem album apparently. I saw that. That's interesting. What the fuck? What the fuck? Oh, Eminem Show Expanded Edition? Oh, I saw an ad for that. I thought that was just like the same song. Is it because it's 20 years or something? again. Why is it expanded? Oh, the skits before every song? Or are they already there? I haven't seen some for a long time. Oh, here we go. There's like, I don't know if any of these, because I can't remember. It's been so long. How many? There's like, oh my God, there's 38 songs on it. Oh, there's instrumentals live versions and the live versions of songs are they not even all from they're from another album okay interesting that's so this is just like a an excuse to re-release stuff right? yeah that's what, that's what I felt because like if you're using the same fucking name again it's like bro stop doing that make some actual new good music where you're not rapping your fucking head off with yeah. machine gun raps just like give me something give me something sweet as interesting you know? okay well that's what he dropped I was oh. just looking through the new projects there's been Sean Paul dropped something. Don't care. Mm-hmm. Jim Jones and Mayno, whatever. Nothing else I even really am familiar with. And then singles. You heard. There's a bunch of stuff. We'll just talk about the ones that um, you had a few that you liked, and there was one album I listened to that I enjoyed. Yeah, talk through those singles. Nice. Yeah. Uh, the first one that I liked was the Logic single. Uh, the track's name is Orville. It's featuring uh, Blue and Exile. 
And that's, uh, there's a guy named Like as well, sorry. It's pretty good, man. Like, <clears throat> it's very boom bap, soulful bass shit. Like, it's just, you know, I'm pretty sure, I'm, I'm going to assume Exile produced it, but also maybe not, you never know. Um, but it's, it's, I'm not mad at it. I'm not a huge fan of Logic, and I was like, he did a good job on it. And then uh, Blue's sick as fuck as always. Um, that Like guy I'm definitely new to, so... Um, but yeah, classic boom bap shit. There's definitely a nice sunny day vibe <clears throat> on that one. Um, the other single was which was okay, which was the Rick Hyde Benny Butcher. It's called Like This, featuring Love Boat Luciano and Jonesy. So um, yeah. that was really dark and slow and like, you know, very street. Talking about bricks and punching cunts. It's like you know standard. Standard. Um, then DJ Muggs and Method Man and Slick Rick did a song called Metropolis. Um, they did an I album just, I just saw. As an album. Is it the album's name? So I think it, I Oh, know. no, you know what? You are 100% right. I'm sorry I mis I misinterpreted that. Okay. So that's the single that they did. Right, that's what I, That's okay. pretty cool. Yeah, though. word. So that's I mean I, I mean it? it's good. Um again kind of dark and slow and boom bappy and classic, it's fine. It's always good to hear Method Man. Um Slick Rick's voice with modern mixing is Amazing. Um, he's a buttery cunt. Super smooth. I love it. I have to listen to it again. I definitely just like, I don't think I listened to the whole thing. It's only like, yeah, I was kind of just skipping. So, but they both, just, you know, wrap the whole, they split the track into two and just basically two long ass verses over a mugs beat. So, yeah, love those two. Nice. Definitely worth checking. And that was it for songs, I think. Okay. I had uh, I had one song I had listened to a bunch, but the only thing that really stood out was a song called "Incident Stepping from Protege." Or no, Incient. I N C I E N T. Hmm. Never even seen that word before. Maybe it's like ancient, but it's ancient. Anyway, Protege, reggae dude. He's fucking amazing. I love oh, him. Oh, dope. Yeah, yeah. I know um, that guy. And then I sort of came on uh, this singer from the UK called Mira May. M I R A A M A Y. Um, she had an album called Tales of a Miracle so I started listening to that that, that slaps <clears throat> she's great she's really really good she has some big features on there too uh, Georgia Smith fucking Mahalia okay Mahalia in it Mahalia Mahalia sorry I always forget no it's alright I got uh, that's all I really listened to Cunts. yeah I know say, say it right I, didn't, I wouldn't have known if you didn't tell me well because um, you heard her say it in an interview or something. I heard her say it yeah so it's like she corrected yeah. me uh, which is very cool. So, anyway, music has been you know, hit or miss. Not a bad. Not so a bad. you found this interesting thing uh, on hip hop by the numbers, who we always use for this stuff because uh, dude is a legend. He's such such a cool guy. Um, ben, I believe his name is. Dope. So he did a um, a wrap up of how much each song from the new album from Kendrick generated in revenue from the first week. Which is interesting. I imagine that's just probably based on it's like uh, streaming money, streaming numbers, and then yeah. you know <clears throat> multiplying that by the approximate stream. So they made one point eight million in revenue. That's wild. From the first week, um, the biggest song is N ninety five. I guess that because it was the video. Yeah, yeah. the video is crazy uh, on too. hundred, it's a very cool video. One hundred and seventy nine k, and then all the way down. I won't go through every single <clears> one. Yeah, and the last one is called Mother Eye Sober, and that was fifty six k. So bare, uh, bare minimum. So interesting to see. So basically just ranges. It's almost like every single song, like from the 179 down to the 56, it's almost like like 
every song kind of goes down by 10k. There's a few, you know, 106, yeah, it's very 102. Interesting, isn't it? Wow. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's, as you can imagine, there'd be so many people taking a piece of that. The label would take a chunk. Yeah. Fucking obviously other writers, producers, and stuff like that. So you know, he would only see a portion of that. But um, that's a good. It's uh, yeah. a good haul for a week, mate. It's a good week's work. Yeah. Yeah, one point eight million. I mean, that shows you how much, and that's <laughs> just. You know what? He did not actually, is he saying from Spotify? Oh, via the, the revenue. Oh, it's via Hits Daily Doubles where he got it from. So that might even be taking from all streaming hmm. rather than just Spotify because these guys might have had the back-end uh, data and stuff like that. So that is interesting, actually, because Apple up. pays much more. Apple and Tidal pay way more than Spotify, for example. So... If that incorporates everything, I mean, look. Even if you think about it, two, you know, close to two milli in a week. That's a decent amount of money. That's probably not including. I imagine it's streaming only. He's saying song revenue. Yeah. So maybe it's maybe it's people buying the album too, and that's split across each song, or buying singles and shit. Interesting. They're not saying anymore. Either way, interesting to look how much that that's kind of like the top of the industry. Like that's what people are making. Um, on that, but I think that's absolutely a massive, massive outlier. Like people aren't making shit, typically speaking. That's a crazy so, breakdown. Interesting as fuck to see that. I like that. Yeah, good old Kenny. Um, yeah, right. So speaking of that, with revenue, I want to just touch on a couple of things. So we've been working on um, our project in the last week more and more and you posted a reel the other day with some like just playing some of the beats which is a good move just to let people know um something's happening what's happening which is super cool um it's been good we've been able to i guess we'll just keep talking talking it through all the, as, as we get into the stage but we've sort of decided to do like uh because we're trying to pick you know what you obviously if you're picking from a pool of beats you want to keep the uh the vibes you know so it sounds the same, so it does, something doesn't sound out of place. Um, so we're trying to find like a nice middle ground so really not everything's boom bap, not everything's like trap. It's kind of like this sort of middle, some things a bit lighter, some things maybe gonna, darker. Yeah, it's got a bit of movement so, within the uh, the genres that, of the beats. And there was one particular beat that you really liked, but I didn't think it fit. And then I suggested that we did a, um, we do a... A side project, EP, like a three separate, track, a separate like, thing, like, like a warm up. I wouldn't call it a site. Well, I guess you could call it site, but like a warm up to it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we want to say the titles yet. I no, no, no. Want to do that, but the title of our album is something from back home, and then the title of the EP like relates to it. So like, it's like a setup for we it. We could do, like for example, um, I thought this was the exact. This is where I got the inspiration from. So Kate Trinata did an album called Ninety Nine Point Nine Percent. Amazing album, and then beforehand he did a that was the one that won the Polaris Prize like yep. everything killer Incredible. then he did a I can't remember if it was a mixtape or something else but it was called 0.01% so the other percent mm. so like it's the or is it just 0.1 that'd be 0.01 point zero one. yeah 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 or whatever either way he did that so I thought that was really cool and I was like oh why don't we call it this and that related to our first one um, to, to the album so we'll probably do like a three track more just these sort of boom bap sounds and that are very specific boom bap and then the album will be sort of a bit more progressive sonically from there um, which is dope and you were playing the beats like you know people the feedback was great your comments on your post even at home yeah. who wants to spit on one which is which I'm down for 
Yep. Um, and you were playing them to cats today in the studio with Matt yeah, when you were yeah, doing a shoot? playing to the homies and uh, Clarity and, and Skevious Tips, and they were just like, yo, what the fuck? These are crazy. I'm like, word up, because I haven't played these to anybody else. It's just been, you know, they have, they're not even out, really. you know, some of those beats have been on my notionbeats.com, but I've just, you know, had a couple kept for, you know, my own personal projects, and then I put that into the pile, and then, yeah, so... After getting some <clears throat> feedback from the close homies, like they were like, yo, these are fucking blah, blah, blah. I'm like, sick. And so they wanted to actually rap on like two of them, I think, in particular. They were like, yo, this one, if, if you fucking. So yeah, um, might get. Uh, get one on each or something like that. I'd be yeah, I, th- that. I think Clarity said he had a hook. He's like, anyway, I'll tell you later. He's basically said that he, had, that. He, had, okay. he had something uh, in mind for one of the I'd tracks. Love to. So. We'll see what I think happens. We, we, we should get the homies like that on. You know, I, saying, I don't yeah. know Skevious super well. I spoke to him a little bit. Always been a cool motherfucker. I like his music. I know you work with him a bunch. Yeah, um, yeah he's dope. I'd 100% be down. Yeah, I think he's got some great stuff. Obviously, Clarity produced Relentless. So, um, exactly. Fam you know, getting, getting him on that, getting a little de- decipher, smoke well. Uh, obviously, we're, you're mixing up, finishing off our project, so we've got to get him on... You know, he had us on his project. It would yep. be great to have him on uh, our joint, which I, I love. So, we, you know, I didn't really think about features too much. And now yeah. if I love that you – I love I like putting this out more because I feel like with Relentless, we really kept it close to us. We didn't play it to anybody. No. So now not. I like the fact that you didn't even ask me. You just did it. But I was like sick. <clears throat> like we had – this is the first I'm telling you that I liked it. Obviously, I shared it. So I'm not pissed at you. You go, bro, take it down. Like I was like, yeah, sick. Like show cuts, let's show the process. Some of the beats you played might not even make it, but that's in the pool to begin with. Yeah, yeah. And it shows what you do. And I think this is going to be the first. Ter- tell me if I'm wrong, but is this the first time you would have produced 100% of a project top to bottom? Uh, you know, <clears throat> you haven't made any beats for it, but we're, so like say with Relentless, uh, Maya gave me some beats he pre-made, and maybe 70, 80% we did just for it. Um, with this, we're pulling all from your stash, but you've got such a wide variety of beats that it's yeah. pretty easy to do it. And we were going for a different thing with Relentless where we were trying to, you know, we're not trying, we did. We got in all the musicians and everything. This is probably a bit more of a straight up and down rap album, but it can be very sonically, you know, unique, interesting and and... It, we could still get you know some some people on it, but that wasn't the sort of intention behind uh, this one as much. Yeah. So it's cool to show, you know, it's cool. I like getting the feedback and people are like, yo, I want to get on that. I'm like, fuck yeah, of course. I didn't even think about that yet. Yeah, exactly. We're just, I hadn't we're, thought we're about just features. To get the beats together, but it's just like nice to get the immediate sort of feedback like that, especially uh, with the homie. So it's fucking sick, man. Because like, um, I mean, I got some shit after this. So I'll, I'll continue to work on uh, on that. There's a couple more beats that I'm trying to find I'm trying to remember what the fucking names are called so I can send you shit make sure the pool is thick yep. and we can pick the best shit and, fucking... and you got three of them that you want to switch the drums up on I think yeah to, to add to some stuff two or three there that we could add back to it Room and then we've got a couple options for this EP yeah just so we can choose them we're like alright cool well for the EP we only want like three songs like super short EP like we don't want to, I mean keep the album like ten songs we want it to be like very consumable um easy listen not something that's like 80 minutes and shit like i want to move through this and write and record it pretty fast and just get it the fuck out yeah like 45 minutes to an hour right that's what 10 songs usually is no um relentless was 38 and a half minutes and it's 12 songs relentless was 38 and a half minutes 
Yo, so Rhino's album that I'm doing, which is 14 songs, that's uh, to relieve the sorrow-laden heart. That's for, uh, 14 songs. It goes for 56 or 57 minutes. I was like, yo, because this motherfucker loves that to do... That means they're all very long Yeah, songs. the songs are all three, four minutes because he does loves the old uh, three sixteen structure. But uh, uh, the old three Yeah, but I that's I don't, that's interesting. Fuck. Okay, cool. That's that'll be that'll be snappy in and out, wouldn't it? Yeah, and I like that. And I'll, this is my segue to the next thing. And this is something I want to actually specifically say to the viewers and listeners. Yeah. So I've been really thinking about. I don't know if I told you this yet, but I've been really thinking about uh, getting Relentless pressed on vinyl. It's Ooh. it's been on my bucket list since the beginning. It's something I've always always wanted. I've never had anything pressed on vinyl whether it's a feature or anything. I just want my voice, my music on vinyl. So Relentless is the perfect thing for it. And funnily enough, this company called Crates, Q-R-A-T-E-S, reached out to TMF on Instagram. And they were like, hey, um," you know, obviously it's just their sales thing. Like, hey, you know, if you think about pressing on vinyl, here's how we work or whatever. And I'd heard of them before. And I went to their website and they seem to be the most simplest, affordable, easiest way to do it. Um, if I got, and, be, and the reason we were talking about time is that if you do a single, you know, just one piece of vinyl as opposed to double, it's 20 minutes aside, it's 40 minutes. I have a 38 and a half minute album. So it fits perfectly on, um, one piece. Right. If, if I add the five bonus, cause we're going to drop the five bonus tracks as soon as Josh does the cover, I have to follow up with uh, uncle Josh for that. But the, those would put it into two out al- two LP and that's going to be way more expensive, harder to do. So like if I did it, super simple, just a black vinyl, like none of the crazy colors or anything like that. Uh, the white, you know, like the white little tray where you like you pull it out of the white thing. It's not like a designed in, insert because we didn't do any of that right. like for any of our projects. If you don't press it, we didn't haven't done anything since um, probably the ones behind me there. Yeah. Uh, those albums, we, we did all the inserts, but for anything else we didn't because we didn't press them. Yeah. So then you do all that. I think you're going to work out to be, and I can sell them for like 30 bucks, super like affordable. And there's two, well, there's three ways to do it. I could just buy them and they ship them out to me. And the minimum you can get is a hundred copies Two, I can pay for them. And they take five months to get made because there's a huge worldwide vinyl shortage, but this wow. company can get them done in five months. As opposed to if I went somewhere else, they were telling me to be like nine to 12 months to get them done at least, hmm. um, which is pretty crazy. Like I bought Banks's new album on vinyl in like February and it's not available until July. So it's pretty standard. Jesus so Christ. I could do it and you get a page, like it's like Bandcamp. So the crates.com has like a marketplace of just people selling their vinyl that they press. So they have a service where they'll f- do the fulfillment. Okay. So I would pay for them and then just leave them there and people would just order it and they'll send it out and they do it worldwide and the, the shipping's not so bad. Or alternatively, they do a crowdfunding. So instead of me paying for it, I can do the minimums a hundred. So I put the design up. You put up a couple of um, example songs, um, and then share it and be like, "All right, you can go buy it. It's just thirty bucks. You pay for it ahead of time. And once all the money is accumulated, then they and if it doesn't, if the crowdfund doesn't hit, you get all the people who paid get their money back. Um, say if it got to seventy copies sold, and that's all it needed. Like I would just buy those last 30 because I want to give one to you, to Maya, to everyone who worked on the album, to Josh, to Richard, to Jonathan Emil, all the people who were part of the project. I want to give a copy to be like, hey man, like thank you for all your work, blah, blah, blah. Um, 
So I was thinking of doing that, but I wanted to see, I'm going to post on social and do like a poll. I've made a mock-up already on their website. You can put all the, all the different options. Like you want 12 inch, you want seven inch, you want red, vinyl, orange, green, blue. Do you want the splatter? Do you want full color? Do you want black or white? You know, all of those options. So I worked it all out. So it works out to be the most affordable, simplest thing. So I don't want people to go and if I did all this fancy shit, the whole vinyl people would have to spend 60, 70 bucks plus shipping. Yeah, that's And that might even be US. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to, I'm, I'm going to make it so I make the bare minimum. I don't care about making money from it. I just want yeah. vinyl. Like I'm, I just want it to be just affordable and easy. Cover the costs, like fuck. That's it, bro. Honestly, because like we're not, you know, it's just into, more of a, you and I aren't. It's like it means more like to physically hold your baby. Like I didn't get hard on my sleeve for uh, a few hundred pressed up, so I know exactly what you mean. And like to get something on vinyl, let it be fucking epic. Like, dude, I understand. But we still so potentially I'm, could. I'm, I'm here for yeah. it. So yeah, we could. But like, but I want to. I want to see if. And I thought about this for our other projects to so like do a remaster and a repress and a press it. But I want to see if. Do people want it? Like, would people buy it? Like, how many people would actually seriously spend the 30 bucks plus, you know, it's like 10 bucks shipping if you're in the US, it's like 15 bucks if you're in Canada and like 20 bucks to Australia, which actually isn't too bad because you showed me the table. So it's actually pretty doable because I'm like, I'm going to have people in those three countries primarily buying it. So I don't want to look like, it's embarrassing if you fuck up a crowdfunding campaign, right? (laughs) But like, will I get 70 sales? And like, if, if someone buys two copies, the additional shipping is like 60 cents for the second one. So mm-hmm. say you're in the States, it's like $10 for the first one and then 60 cents more for the second album because they're already paying yeah, for yeah, it, yeah. right? So I just want to know, like, and I'm asking the audience right now, would you pay for the Relentless album, which is my personal you know, favorite thing I've ever done, the most work that we've ever put into it as a mm-hmm. label, as a collective, as a group of you know musicians. Um, I think it would turned out beautiful with some really really great music and uh, I want to see if people would buy that like would you actually do it so I want to run a poll I'm going to post about it post the mock up so people can see what it'll be what like all I need to get it done Josh just has to make you know on the actual vinyl there's a sticker yep. on each side on the with bit. the hole so Josh just make that one which just all the song titles oh. like that side and side A this side side B this side so you have that and you have to make a spine that's all Josh. He already gave me the cover front and back in like 20,000 by 20,000 pixels. So <laughs> I've got it bigger than I'll ever need it. And then all I need from you is to master the first 12, like the actual album, not the deluxe, but just 12 songs to vinyl, which I know that you've done before. You have experience with that. Yeah. Um, you know what's going on. So that's all I need to do. It's pretty easy. Like I don't think there's much else um, I'd have to prepare. So let me know, DM me, at C4, C-W-F-O-R, DM, uh, the movement fam, or comment on any post, but yeah, I'd cop the relentless vinyl. Like, you know, let me know somehow, like comment or, or DM or whatever the fuck works for you. I just yeah. want to know. Dumb, people dumb. are going to do it. I really, yeah, I really want to know because I really want to do it, but I don't want to, I don't want, like, you know, every musician who's ever toured has a fucking bunch of merch sitting in a closet somewhere. Taking Absolutely. Space. We have CDs, mixtapes t-shirts hats there's not like a fuck ton but there's more than you know we would have had we had to spend that black we we did that when we were broke too that's the thing like yeah. you know we were, yeah. we sold a bunch of merch we did pretty well with merch our hats that you made all the time always sold out that's true. um but i still got a few i think we got a couple beanies in there maybe left and a one or two maybe like a red hat that's not as cool i think we might have some bucket hats um, oh, that's right. Random fucking, shit. Man, I was stitching yeah. on everything. That was such a fucking f- 
fun, creative thing to do. Like, I didn't, who, who knew that I would be fucking good at sewing shit and using a fucking... It's, it anyway, was perfect. That's, that's hilarious. That, that's a very funny part of the, uh, the musical journey, making our own merch. Right. Like, who who a, fucking does that? Who makes their own actual merch? Probably a few cunts, yeah. but to that sort of level, to get it on, like, looking professional, it's wild. We did a good fucking job, it's man. Very that was cool. so, it was so crazy. Yeah. No, you killed it. We wouldn't have been able to do it, obviously, if it wasn't for you. And, like, the, you know, we had a pretty nice range. We were always, you know, one of the most professional at any Definitely show swaggy. we did as far as our setup. Yeah, we yeah. always had the, yeah. you know, the CDs always looking on point. We always got really high quality shit. And then, you know, great artwork, really clean, glossy. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, you know, the plastic wrapped. The t shirts were well printed. Were good. I mean, they're like Gildans, but they were good presentation shit like, like overall yeah so like you know someone bought one of the CDs dude who's a, such a legend this guy Phil uh, in Quebec City who's a, who's a fan of BOS he's, he's one of those Not the sickest Phil. type of cunts who supports everybody he'll go to all the beer launches he'll buy that he'll go to his band he's like a metal dude I've been on his podcast he nice. went and bought This Is All I Know on CD and I, and I, you know, I was like on Bandcamp so I just went I sent him one of everything and I sent him a couple of beers because he'd been really supportive of BOS and oh, sick. posting all of that shit. Like that type of cat. I'm like, I love those type of motherfuckers. You know, who go in there. Who, he bought Relentless the, the second I put it out on Bandcamp, like paid and overpaid for it. Like, yeah. you know, those type of just supportive. So like, I, I, I imagine he would probably want the, the vinyl, but I hope that there's a bunch of, you know, cool folks who just want to support. And, you know, we haven't had to, anything to sell for years aside from just the music right like you and me didn't make any tmf merch or see or notion merch or print any cds because who gives a fuck so <laughs> vinyl is like thanks to you for getting me the the turntable like i've got now i don't know in the corner there, it's like 30 maybe 40 Sick. uh albums that i've just bought all the classic stuff and you know try now if my someone i like drops an album on vinyl or buy that shit like you know banks yep. dropped the latest album i bought it immediately i just wait for it to to get sent out now that's sick dude. so it's like i love that like i love that and i enjoy the experience of it um so like i think people who like vinyl it's like a thing i see a lot of people i know like posting oh, yeah. listening to vinyl it's like a cool cool thing to do so yeah guys I'd like that. I think it'd be cool for, for all of us to do that. You obviously haven't had your voice on vinyl either, I imagine, right? Um, I don't think or so. any of your work? Hmm. No, I, I feel just, like if you did, you'd did, probably know about I, it. Well, yeah, exactly right. I think it's just, uh, it's just I've, I've prepared masters for vinyl. I've done like the, the side A, side B for a couple of projects for some homies and clients. So, yeah, I haven't actually, don't think I've had... I was trying to think if I featured on, on that album that I did, but I don't think I did. Um, yeah. I'll have to think about that, but yes, probably not. Probably not. So, I don't know. I think it'd be kind of cool for all of us. I imagine Maya hasn't had his voice on vinyl. I don't even know if Johnny Emil, or maybe he has. Um, but either way, the, most of us, maybe Dave hasn't either. Like, everyone featured on the album, like, would probably appreciate it too. They'd, they'd really just get a kick out of it yeah. and stuff. Because... Most independent artists probably wouldn't do it. It's it's slow and expensive, and um, you know it's niche. But it's kind of coming back a little bit. Like it's I've really enjoyed just the experience of buying them, finding them. Oh, I got this one for a reasonable price. Like sick. Like fuck, man, this album's a classic. Like the shit I got is like really, really dope shit. And like it's easy now because at Christmas or birthday, like, I don't. We don't really do gifts, but if we ever want to do stuff like that, like yeah. you gave me some. 
uh, the Fuji's a score for my birthday this year, which is fucking fire. Yep. Um, you gave me a couple joints. I think you gave me Raekwon, Raekwon and, um, and was it Illmatic uh, good, or was good, it Good Kid, um, Mad City? Good Kid, Mad City for Christmas. So then, because you gave me that, I went and bought Two Pimp a Butterfly. Oh. Um, right around the time Kendrick's new album, like not long ago, like a man, month ago, maybe. there's so many that so I've like, got you know, like in a note in my phone that I'm gonna just like systematically just buy and just like stack them away. So like whenever something comes around, hey mate, here's another fucking yeah, one like, for the. Here's another vinyl. Get that in your frisbee. Happy that into again. the deck. Honestly, and it's like, it's so cool because so I don't, cool. I just, I don't like gifts. I don't know about you, but I, no, I don't like gifts. Yeah, no, you. If I want yeah. something, I just fucking buy it. You buy and it, and I was like. I would rather be in life. I'm like, I just want to buy this for a notion. I'll just buy you something like, cause I can not cause it's your birthday and it's sort of, we have to give you a gift. I don't fuck with that as much, but it's been really nice. Like to just like, Oh shit, fine. What do you get? Oh fuck. Yeah. Cause obviously you know my taste. Yeah. yeah exactly. Um, and I always add stuff into Amazon and whatever. So Tiff can always see it if you need to see like, Oh, what is he looking for? And I'm like, all right, these are the ones I'm like, got my eye on right now that I just, whenever we buy something off Amazon, buy something else and I'm like throw that one in <laughs> I do the same with books I keep a bunch of books in there and I'm like you know I'll get it when I need it I don't want it right this second but when I order yeah it's time but you know um, so that. it's kind of fun I like Sick. it so yeah that was very long winded but I wanted to That's tell you at the same time as telling the people them like you know would about what we're thinking and then I'll post probably this week um, just to see if uh, folks are down so makes sense right vinyl potential um let's we got a few news things that uh, you put together so yeah. maybe we should yeah, slap uh, through these about that stuff yeah so like uh last episode we talked about the game um was he on is it because he was talking shit on drink champ saying he wants to do mm-hmm. a versus with eminem mm-hmm. cool so the caption the headline is the game continues slim shady slander uh and he, they quote him saying when have you heard eminem in a club so he's just like you know, talking more shit. So he, he just believe, yep. his belief is he's the superior rapper and he wants to, uh, you know, just, I guess, he wants to capitalise on this sort of shit and uh, he yeah. wants to put his dick on the table and that's cool. And he, he's always said Lock that he's, out, you know, he's, yeah, I mean, like, fuck, whatever. He just, he's just very confident that he's better than Eminem and that's cool, like, cool, man. I, I definitely respect him as an MC. He's definitely got some merit to what he's saying. Um, but I just like the versus situation in that platform. I don't know if that's the like you shouldn't be too cock. I don't know, man. That's going to be a difficult one. He does got some absolute. Mother- he does got. Look at me. Um, he's got some absolute slappers and some certified hits that got him on the board. But like I don't know. Anyway, so he's talking mad shit still, and I think that's because there's some. Uh, there was an announcement that his release date for Drillmatic album, which is a Basically, executive produced Hit Boy album. So that's okay, that'd be great, man. That'll be fucking crazy. So June seventeen, um, dramatic. That's honestly insane. June seventeen. Yeah, okay. yeah. So the uh, the, um, the photo is a, is a th- sorry. The album cover is a photo of him holding his son wearing an NWA chain. It's hilarious. Have you seen uh, it? No, I'm looking at the uh, pieces now. Once Just again, go to his Instagram. Yeah, yeah. I'm fucking Dan for fuck's sake, you cheeky fuck. Fuck, fuck a piece of shit. Okay, Jesus I see. Christ. Interesting. That's like a must be an old photo, I imagine. Old as that is. Yeah, it's funny. That's that, a pretty cool pic, though. Yeah, the NWA chain on the bub. That's actually hilarious. That's his kid. I guess so. 
All right. Executive produced by Hitboy, which means he executive produced it and not... Um, Actually produced it. Produce it. Right, right, right. Okay. Good for him. But and Hit- the, the shit talking like, comments was on... Uh, sorry, dude. Uh, I said Hitboy's sick, though. He was talking on... Uh, Hot, uh, not Hot 97? What was it? Yeah, maybe. Um, and was, he's playing some snippets from other shit. He's just a really good cunt, so. Okay. No, I think 40, uh, Hitboy is fucking amazing. He's done some incredible projects. Loves it. Man. Like, you know, really, really good. It was, Game was talking shit on Academics Podcast. Oh, uh, right, About right. the Eminem stuff. That was the, actually, you know what? I, and I'll, I'll take it away from you. When have you ever heard an Eminem song in the club? That's it. When have you ever heard in the locker room, like, yo, this is a new M. I'm about to go crazy. Because, I mean, I don't, I'm, and I'm not taking away from that. I don't hear Eminem in the streets. I just don't. Yeah. And so, again, it's like, it's, it's not saying that he can't rap. The skill set is there. Mm-hmm. I'm just a better rapper. Mm-hmm. I just haven't been given the light that he's been given. They didn't put the money behind me that they did. They put. Anyway. I mean, look, he's completely delusional, but, like, he's not. Not a better. He, he, I, he could argue. Does he make better music? Maybe over time. Maybe, mm. but he hasn't had hits like Eminem's had. No, he's technically not as good a rapper. Like you can't even. Me and Tiff recently were listening. I can't remember why. We just put on the game one night. We were lit, and we're just jamming to some of like the old. We put on dreams and like shit from the first album mm. and stuff. And like, I was like, all right, like it holds up really well. It still sounds really mid two thousands. Very it's dated, like, yeah. Not very, but like you, you can tell it's from that era. Very like particularly what's the um put you on a game with the Timberland beat like you know the dirt off my shoulder era yeah like the um, early two thousand like two thousand three four five that was five oh five yeah so it sounded very much like that and I feel like some of his bars like they're fine but like it's not elite lyricism bro like it's it's cool and it's just like the name dropping is so is so intense like because I don't listen to game that much you forget how intense the name dropping is like bro just. Yeah, oh, Slow dude, down. he was the king of name dropping. <laughs> like, when he did the, uh, I guess he is, yeah. He's, I've never heard someone that's gone out of his way to just talk about other cunts. Like, it's the worst. Also, maybe the best. Yes. I don't know. He's the best at it, but he does it the most. Why? It's because it's like creates a buzz. Is that, is that the key? I didn't really know. I don't know if I could really put the finger on why. I mean, maybe just not about creating a buzz, but maybe it's become like something that people talk, I guess they talk about, well, look, we're talking about it. So I mean, yeah. maybe, I don't know if it's creating a buzz as such, but like it definitely feels like there's some intent, like he's not doing it for no reason type thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, very interesting. So, all right, I'm keen to hear the album. Cheeky cunt. Um, yeah, very cool. The spice one thing. So what's the deal with this? Um, this was kind of weird. It says, uh, Spice One laughs off Diddy's claim Jay-Z filled Tupac and Biggie's shoes. So last week you played the uh, the Twitter, was it called Rooms? What was the thing called? Uh, spaces. Spaces, wow, look at you. Look at me, look at you, look at us, we're doing it. Um, you played us that audio clip from, from that and, you know, I guess Spice One, he hasn't had anything going on really much. Have you heard anything from him? So I guess he just wants some shine to be like talking about shit and he's just saying that, you know, that's, that ain't the case. He, I'm looking at it here because I could play it, but it's like a full YouTube interview and I don't think it's the snippet, but he said, Jay-Z ain't got as many bitches and he ain't get as much love as Tupac had and he ain't been in enough movies, so no. 
Uh, hell nah. Jay-Z got his fame after he was 25. Puck got all that shit before he was 25. That's true. You can't compare mm-hmm. yourself to Puck if you're over 25. If you're over 25 and you're trying to compare your career to Tupac, you've already lost. Um, he said Tupac's... He listens to more Puck music than Jay and said everybody else does too. He said everyone knows Tupac is a superior rapper. That is absolutely factually incorrect. Yeah. Um says jay-z knows that shit ask him he'll probably tell you can you sell two million from the grave can you sell six million from the grave madonna didn't give you the pussy she gave it to puck okay bro wow um he said jay-z has good songs and nice lyrics but can't hold a flame to puck you can't fuck with that shit he said that's the n-word coming from his soul jay-z was a good artist and a good lyricist dope as fuck but puck was a whole different fucking monster like jay-z could be jason voorhees i guess that's the guy from the friday the 13th Mm. no uh, Tupac is fucking King Kong right. he's Godzilla it's a fucking difference as far as the love that artist had love from artists and people you wouldn't think would have love for him Mickey Rock and shit Mickey Rock was Tupac's homie James Belushi and shit John Singleton those were his homie um, they had love for him because he was a good artist you can't take shit away from Jay-Z he's just not a Tupac hell no so interesting yeah I, I, interesting I, like Maybe like they were talking about uh, lyrically and song wise, but I mean like impact wise, Puck is a whole different motherfucker. That's a good point, but Mm. I don't know. There's a bit of uh, talking out the side of the neck there from the old Spice one, but whatever. The old uh, Spizzle. So that was interesting. Now another thing you put here was uh, Mike Dean is executive producing Pigeons and Planes compilation album. Interesting. So Mike Dean is Kanye's dude, or maybe was, because I heard that that like everyone was pissed at him for the um, for the the fucking what's it called um, the way he treated all the people from the Donda process. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Eh? That's uh, yeah, because they they could, everyone was joking or whatever. I think we talked about it last year, like being in like lock, in prison, like locked in until you can't leave until you finish it and all this stuff. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Well, it's, it um, says it's been uh, in the making for a couple of years and uh, it's got a whole bunch of names that I could read off, but I literally don't know a single one, not even kidding. And uh, I don't know. It's just like Mike Dean's, uh, you know. Let me see. He was dope and I thought that. Oh, might... I don't know a single one either. I'm not even going to read it. Like literally, like, dude. I, not, not even in passing. And I'm, I'm, I, I consider myself... Uh, oh, they're like the class of 2022. So they're doing the um, they're All doing the, the XXL guys. thing. Oh, okay. no, you know XXL does the the freshman of the year. Right, that shit. So it's all them people. That's probably why. But the thing is about the XXL freshmen, they are people um, actually give a fuck. Well, yeah, they've already kind of done a little bit, and that's how they in their first year, and they or they get it. I think they I think they get the freshman after already kind of achieving certain things being in the game type shit where these people look like they're not not the same so interesting that's why at least we're not um, you know idiots and not staying up on shit yeah we don't know it um, and this is a weird one the last one you had here Drake and NBA Youngboy are neck and neck for the most streamed artist. Dude, shocked year, like, that, is that the kid who yells a lot and, and smokes cigarettes inside and like hit his girlfriend and shit I only know about the last thing I think he did hit his girlfriend yes bro I don't know all I've seen the clips of him all he does is yell 
I'm not a fan. He's like a he weird. Yells. He's in weird, jail, isn't he? Is he? Oh, okay, well, I'm sorry to hear that, but like, he's a bit of a dickhead, bro. Like, maybe he's in jail for good reason because he was goosing around. But like, he stresses me out when I watch him. When I've seen clips of him, I'm like, bro, you need to fucking fuck at ease. And Relax. then yeah, so the I fact think that he's like 20. Go. Uh, the, the fact, fact that, that he's, he's, man is that that he's close with Drake is absolutely ludicrous to me. So that was why. I put but him like, in. really close. Neck and neck is ridiculous. Yeah, Drake had three billion and he had two point eight billion streams this year. Fuck off, God. Um, apparently he's like twenty two and has like ten kids. What? Sorry. Yeah, so he's just around. Like, I think he just like fucking never pulling out. I just really just think pull out game is horrible. Pull out game like horrendous. dunce. Pull out game dunce. Man, he's never pull out. Right. You know nothing about pulling out. Yeah, what a sh- I mean, maybe, so, hey, man, live your best life. If you have to pay for the tings, like, I mean, like, that's why he's making all these, these M's, or actually, like, B's, I guess. Or, I hope so. He's making M's well, from the B's. M's, for sure. Anyway. Yeah, there you go. There fuck's you go. sake. Like, well said, well said. What a silly cunt, eh? Uh, so there's Drake at three, Billy, Young mm. uh, NBA, Taylor Swift. Wholesome Taylor Juice Swift. World. No, she's horrible. No, she's, she's not wholesome, bro. I was obviously joking. She's a. Oh, okay. Not the. I think people really like people really like it. No, I, I don't even know. Hmm. Uh, Juice hmm. World, The Weeknd, Kanye, Lil Durk, Morgan Wallen, who I who the think fuck is, is a country that? artist. Eminem and Future. So, like, if you look at this, everyone aside from uh, this Morgan dude and Taylor Swift are of the culture. Are uh, like mm-hmm. you know hip hop, R and B, trap, runnerting. So you know that's pretty cool. Very interesting though. Would interesting. I always hear about everybody talking about this dude and shit, um, NBA Youngboy, like on online. I never, li- I, maybe I've like unintentionally li- listened to his stuff, but I've never gone and no. like, put it As on. As if you would do that. I'd be upset with you. So I, I couldn't pick him out. I know what he looks like. I could pick him out of a crowd, but I couldn't. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's him. I've seen him on Instagram and in those small little clips yelling more than I've heard his music. Hmm. I might check something out after this just because I want to see if he's the yellow guy then. Um, I'm pretty sure it's Yelly Guy. Oh, Yelly Guy. Shouts mm. to the Yelly Guy. Well, Yelly Guy be streaming. I feel like I want to tell him to calm down, but it's going to make things worse. Yeah, don't, we don't know what telling people to calm down. Calm down. <laughs> See, Feezy knows how to do Yelling it. Yelling at old young and notion. So that is interesting. Now, um, Versus went down a few days ago. Thursday. And I didn't even know. Thursday. Thursday. Just just told yeah. me. Didn't. Did you see promo for this and did we even talk about it? No and no. I saw it on because okay. I was on my phone doing sweet fuck all and Double. I happened to see the Instagrams like, oh yeah, nah, versus live right now. I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? So I Did clicked, it play the whole thing? Uh, I clicked on it and it loaded up and it happened to be 25 to 30 minutes past the time that I guess they were scheduled for. So I was already watching songs i watched it for about a minute and a half maybe a minute turned it off didn't come back to it so i don't know mate because it's ugk versus eight ball and mjg yeah so um, the reason i ask is that cypress hill i saw a thing afterwards of be real was pissed that the cypress versus onyx wasn't on instagram live because they had a deal where the versus was part of the entertainment for a chiller boxing match so it wasn't even like the oh. main thing. It was part of the entertainment for an event because Trilla now owns Versus. Yeah. So 
that's and they were pissed about it because they didn't really get the same level of shine whereas now you know because people tuning in for free is definitely going to get more attention there therefore puts their streaming numbers up the next week or so um because of it so it's kind of strange so i guess they're back into it but yeah you and i never got into either like obviously much respect legends in their cities and just not for us really some yeah, like, just, the beats, like the beats are okay. Out, like it's very, we definitely missed it because it was you know old school shit, and that kind of that kind of music didn't hit Australia at that time. It was all New York shit. It was all or Cali shit. There was nothing like we couldn't get anything in between. That's kind of like that's not really the flavor that we were. But no one was playing it. Did you no know anyone really who listened it. to these? Not, not exactly. No. Nobody. Nobody. Who was nobody? I don't know a single person was like, oh, I'm bumping ape on it. Maybe Fat Sack. Shouts to Fat Sack. Um, like he the mighty rhino, to shout out the mighty shit. rhino. He loves that shit. But like he, you know, he loves, he loves fucking E forty and you know UGK and Pimp and all C, them dudes. all that. Loves it. So, but like even Rhino's more obscure. Here, so like it's a different thing. You know what I mean, it is different because he's over in North America. But like in Australia, zero, nothing. And we can't relate to anything they're saying. Like no, anything. Different yet. lifestyle, different slang. Yeah, even here we can't. Like yeah. it's still living here. It's like it's nothing. I, I've been to some parts of the south, not a lot, but yeah, they like play. it's you know it's it's very. I think it's a completely different world, particularly mm. the shit they're talking about. So it's like it's fun and cool, but their music is super. Like you said, old school. We were too young, I think, to catch them when they were Coming really popping and innovating. Like I don't think actually... we would have liked them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. I mean, the beats are so, our... like most of the beats are pretty hard, but like the raps is the part that I cringe about and can't come around yeah. with because it's just too Dr. Seuss nursery rhyme basic, and it's yeah. it's like it, it didn't get any better for decades. It took twenty years for it to get yeah. a little smoother. It's like oh, that's too long for me. So I didn't. And even then, if you hear a Bun B verse right now, like it's, it's the same shit. It sounds like Meg the, Meg the Stallion. Same shit. Well, she Meg sounds like him. A... She does what? She raps like him. She sounds like Bun B. In the accent, I can see it. They've got that Houston accent. Yeah. But they... I don't know. She's got one flow. I think I've talked about it before. I can't stand this shit. She's got like one flow. Yeah. Bun B just raps like all the... Yeah. So, well, maybe, but his flow... No, she does the double time thing all the time. Whereas he's doing like that real slow nursery rhyme thing, which was probably just on par with how dudes were rapping in his region in the 90s and it never changed. Same was my same critique of Guru working with Premier over the years and all these other rappers and his flow and everything kind of stayed the same. It didn't progress um, with the time. Um, you know, you don't get sort of, you know, try some of the new flows that work today or, or just improve and get better by doing it more. Like, it seems like they didn't really have that kind of ethos to be like lyrical but we grew up on New York shit so if you're doing that and even the LA stuff we listened to was mostly kind of like you know bars and shit so it's hard to go and listen to something that isn't that when that's all you knew so yeah interesting so does this mean Versus is dead I think we talked about that maybe last week but pretty not interested in it eh unless something like fire comes along I don't really give a fuck yeah Uh, yeah yeah, I'm over it. It was fun for the two years. It's fun while it lasted. But. Yeah. 
they got to pivot. And I just had something else I want to mention. So the Dave Letterman, um, uh, what's it called? He's known. You don't need an introduction or whatever it's called. The show he has, the, um, the interview, yeah, platform thing. Yes, correct. Yeah, conversation. Uh, yeah, my with, next guest needs no introduction. That, That's oh yeah, well, some shit. Yeah, yeah, as you go. Yes. So the new series just dropped. There's six episodes. Oh, um, nutty, eh? Dope people on there. Yeah, Netflix. I'm gonna have to um, fucking have a gaze. If you, I like that. Pull it up now. You can tell us who the guests are. Oh, um, fuck. One man. of the guests is Cardi B. I have to open um, up Firefox. It's going to throw my whole shit Oh, down. no, no, no. Don't. You know what? It's gonna Let f- me do it from my phone. Can you? Oh, yeah. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. I can. Much easier. Uh, actually, what am I doing? I've got the Netflix fucking app. You Pussy hole. Yeah, I don't have it on my phone because um, I'm a dickhead, eh? Yeah. I don't no, know why I haven't okay. done that. So, Cardi, Cardi is on there. Actually, yeah. it probably should be right at the front because they're really pushing it as far as... Um, Pushy, you can. Uh, like, you know, it's, it's a great show. It's really, really good. Everyone loves Letterman. So here we go. It must be in the top thing. Oh, it's not even in the top. Uh, on oh, my next guest. There he is. All right. So he has Cardi, Billie Eilish, Will Smith, Ryan Reynolds. Ooh. I Big think um, Kevin Durant and Julia Louis-Dreyfus from Seinfeld. Solid. So that's yeah. who he has. Now, um, yeah. this one, Cardi B. Now, so Nori tweeted mm-hmm. that... He was mad at Cardi B that she did because she doesn't, you know, she's pretty fucking big, and she went on that show, and he's like, she should have basically come to the culture and gone on Drink, Drink Chance, gone on Joe Budden, gone on um, Charlemagne stuff. He mentioned a few people, like you know, keeping it within the culture. I'll see if I can find the tweet, uh, Nori Cardi B tweet. So. I wanted to just sort of say, like, what do you think about that without, you know, for your first impression of me saying, hey, Nori thinks that instead of going to the white show, that Cardi should have come to the black show with the black hosts who are from hip hop, where there's a bunch of people who, you know, Joe and Nori, retired rappers doing very well in media. Someone like Charlemagne, who's made a career out of that. Um, What do you think about that? Shit. I mean, he's definitely got a point. Like, he's definitely a man of the streets and the and the pure parts of the culture. And he, I guess, he's just keeping it thorough. Like, as whack as uh, Nori's music is, he's a fucking solid cunt. And as drunk as incoherent he can be as a host, he's still got the ethics and the morals always there. The foundations are there. So I think he's not wrong. Okay. So interesting to see. So let me read out. I actually just found the tweet. And he said, David Letterman is my favorite, but man, why go there or Ellen before a million dollars worth of game or Joe or the champs or even Twitter shit? I have been, Twitter shit? Yeah. Let's, I don't know what that means. Yeah. Uh, I have been the best to this culture. I've always put hip hop first and I see you guys go to Ellen and David Letterman and Zane Lowe's and treat them with more respect than the culture. But you say you want black excellence. I'm going to be honest, even going to Oprah or Gail, Gail King is trash at this point. We control our culture. Why go outside of it? He's talking about like the so networks and the, and the big boys and the big wigs that, you know. Yeah. Up. So all the like the, the larger, I mean, I said that to Tiff and she was like, well, why would they go to something that's not as big? Why would they go to something with the most eyeballs? Because she wants or any of them want, um, you know, they want reach they want more people to see the that's show why a, yeah, would you go to the smaller show the, when you can go to the bigger show move. that's the business move for sure I think you know that's a uh, yeah I mean like the the right move I guess for them was the business move but Nori's talking about like hey 
have to have a heart and think about the fucking like where come, you come back, from. right? Yeah. So this is what I just found. What uh, Nori actually said, he goes, "I wasn't even talking or thinking about Cardi, but someone wrote an article on AllHipHop.com. He said, "Love it. Wasn't even talking or thinking about Cardi, but love the article, which is unlikely." Yeah. So the Breakfast Club responded because I guess he was talking about them. Uh, they insisted that Cardi has continued to support the platforms that showed her love during a come up. Uh, Envy says Cardi does a lot of things that a lot of artists won't do. Um, and he also said that uh, Nori likely wasn't even talking about Cardi, but maybe a bunch of people. Yeah, um, Envy added that Cardi still frequents black owned restaurants and establishments while showing love to the DJs that put her on. Uh, and then he says, but I do feel that when artists blow up, they don't go to a lot of places that help them get there and they start doing the crossover thing. And I think that's whack. Then Charlemagne said, a lot of artists and labels do treat non-hip hop platforms with more respect. The publicists and labels will come, this is a quote, will come to black outlets and say, don't ask this, don't ask that. But when they sit with white outlets, they'll say, we're open to discuss anything. So that to me is where the respect is because you're giving these white outlets these sound bites that go viral and you make those person's platforms bigger. Um, and then, yeah, then he said it wasn't talking about that, which is the first I've seen. So, Word interesting, up. huh? That is. So, um, yeah, I don't know how I feel. If it's, I, I think you got to definitely show respect, but I'm not mad at her for going to of that platform. Not. She's a businesswoman. Do both. Yeah, I, I, a businesswoman. And that's a, I definitely hear it. A lot of people, I hear what they're saying for sure. Yeah. I think a lot of people who make comments about things like this don't know business. Yes. And that's pretty common. I noticed that even with like in the beer world, people like critiquing moves that breweries do. I'm like, but why would they do that? Like, she money, can, she can like, also do both. Like she can, you know, she can do the big dogs and do the little dogs or whatever the fuck. Like I get, I get the business move, not mad at it, but I know where Nori's coming from. And that's yep. where my answer was still uh, coming from. But yeah, it's like, fuck bro, what are you going to do? Morica, she's yeah. about that paper bro. She's right. one of the most successful for a reason. She doesn't fuck around. So of course he's going to aim for the big dogs, get but Nori's like, yeah. yo, but yeah, he also, well, he wants to get to raise the platform, you know, the revolt platform as well. So I get it. It's part of the hustle. It's all good. Healthy competition, yeah, if exactly. anything, but like, fuck. Well, it got people talking no? So exactly. Here it is. Here Once again, are. controversy sells. Maybe we have to do something controversial on this podcast and say something like, that's like a very strong opinion. Let's say some bad swear words. I'll start. Well, there's not enough, but oh, start. I'm kidding. Who, who is a cunt? Me. Um, the queen. The queen. Fuck her. The queen's a cunt? Yeah, right. Fuck. I don't know. I'm just trying to say something. Fucking Lizzie, mate. Horrible. Do you know what's interesting? I posted, and this is like final, with, we're at 115, 114, so we're basically right, wrapping. Bugger off. I posted on our BOS last night, and we did a video where you're like a tick on TikTok and on, on Instagram, where it's, where it's Kim Kardashian saying like, I forgot what it is, but like I'm basically saying, no, I'm not into that. Like I'm, and right. I'm like, it's like Tiff handing me a Labatt 50, a macro uh, beer. Like, oh, no, 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 no. And on the screen, it says when someone offers me a macro beer. So I posted it. The commentary intended for the video was about macro beer. People don't know that. It's just like Budweiser, like, you know, multinational, multi-billion dollar mass produced beer trash. that isn't made by small craft stuff. And the vast majority is, is trash. Yes, exactly. Hence the critique of that, right? That's not controversial. But... The fact that we happen to use Labatt 50, which is a strangely beloved macro beer in Ontario and Quebec equally, which is very weird to me again. Um, people are fucking furious and it's hilarious. That's so funny. It was a prop. That's all you had lying I around. The, 
No, I bought it for the videos, but I did oh, these poor videos. No, I bought it one for that for that as a prop, because I got the extra big, like the seven fifty mil can, like you know, like a big fucking tall, yeah, yeah. really tall can. So I was doing these poor videos, like how not to pour a beer. So pour it in oh, a I dirty glass, yeah, pour yeah. it without tilting it. Those videos do well because people are trying to say that everyone has an opinion on it, and it's not even controversial. It's like textbook stuff, but they still have an opinion. Hilarious, but. It seems like I, we struck a nerve with using the Labat because on TikTok, people are like YouTube troll level angry at me about it. And I'm just encouraging him because I don't give a fuck. I'm just like, how about you fucking drink it? How about you shut the fuck up? Only real men drink Labat. Fuck, I bet you like those beers that are fucking taste like raspberry, like all this type of stuff. So I'm just like trolling him back Yo, because I'm are like- you bring- fucking serious, bro? Dude, it's hilarious. And I'm like on, on Instagram, I'm a little- more calm i'm just like hey bro someone's like you don't need craft all the time i'm like well agree to disagree bro like i do oh you know man i thought you were like you i guess that doesn't that's insane that is fucking insane okay so it doesn't it's good because i'm not yeah take take a look on you can just go it's like tiktok.com slash app oh no you're on the app go to bos and take a look at the comments on that video and um check on instagram i think you just appreciate it so the point is it's sort of like controversy at you know without saying anything super crazy that'll get you taken down is really what's drawing attention so the only way to sort of grow anything it seems these days is to do something controversial or make like a really strong opinion well some shit it's uh so we have to think what we want to do here you know all right well we'll figure it out for next week think about so with that said where can everyone find you online uh, at Notion Baby on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. At Ill Note Studios on Instagram and Facebook. At Notion MTB on Instagram. If you like mountain bikes yes. and nature and me doing fun things and teaching you about bikes. Uh, fucking illnotestudios.com. Get a dog up here. See? Get some, get some beats. Uh, let's take the thumbnail. Okay, let's go. If I can and then I can talk about it. Sorry, I just thought about it. I didn't want to forget. Because oh, yeah, if we forget, yeah, it's fucking annoying. Okay, ready? And me, you can grab me at CWFOR on Instagram and Twitter and CWTMF on TikTok and uh, Facebook. Everybody, thank you so much for watching and listening. Bless. If you flip and enjoy the episode, smash the thumbs up, hit subscribe below, hit the notification bell. Dang. So you know when the new drops. Follow us everywhere at The Movement Fam. We drop these apps every Monday at 8 p.m. Monday. Eastern. Um, once again, let me know if you're into the vinyl. I want to know. I really want to do this. So, you know, I'm trying to put it out into the world now. I had a meeting with the crates company to ask all my questions and find out. Let's see if we can do it. I'd love it if y'all would love it. And uh, let's get some vinyl. And to that, we'll see you sexy beasts next week. Episode 99 coming up. Fucking 99. Feeling fucking fine. 99. Yeah, all right. You're a fucking cunt, 99, you're right. Silly cunt, you're a stupid fucking cunt, cunt, cunt. Peace, y'all. Peace, 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 peace. Get a dog. Doggy dog. Doggy dog.